Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From beautiful Burbank, California, this is an Outside Files podcast feed, and this is Life Ranked. The concept is simple. I have a guest. I have a topic for that guest, and they give me five reasons to support that topic. Get it? Got it? Good? It's like Star Wars ranked over on Force Center, except for it's life. Oh, man. We love to rank life. And with me today is a great guest. I wouldn't bring in a bad guest. Maybe one time I would, but this is not the case. I've been saying that for years, threatening to one day bring in a bad guest, but not today. I have with me from Black Series Rebels, a great Star Wars vodcast over on YouTube and other locations. It is Stephen Ellis. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Thank you for the introduction. I'll uh, I'll try not to uh, be the first poor no. guest. No, no. <laughs> it's It's not quality like... Bad on the mic or bad interview. I, I'm afraid that one day I'll just have to bring in a bad person. Oh. And you're not that guy. You don't want to do that. <laughs> don't Nobody do wants that. to do that. No one wants to give airtime to no, a bad person. There's, there's, enough peop- there's enough bad people with enough airtime <laughs> out there. So today's life rank topic came out of a organic text conversation we were having. I, I have it up here. And suddenly it was like, we were just talking about life, man. You and I. Not even talking about Star Well, we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Talking about life, topic of cooking, and I, I, I being the, a podcaster in L.A., jumped on the opportunity to turn this into a show, and I wanted to see. I said, hey, I point blank asked you, can you come up with the top five reasons to cook for yourself? And you were like, boom, here you go. I got five <laughs> reasons. So a little background, you, you enjoy cooking. You come from a family with a history and legacy of cooking, but you're not an expert, right? I am not an expert. I'm... Uh... I'm not an expert in any way. Basically, I grew up uh, with two parents yeah. who one was in the late 60s, early 70s, the head chef at Harrah's in Lake Tahoe. And so I grew up <laughs> hearing these stories awesome. of my father yeah. cooking snake for the Smothers Brothers and cooking for oh. Sinatra and Sammy Davis walking in and just all these just... Great classic, like, and of course, I'm envisioning them like Martin Scorsese's directing yeah. these, these stories that my dad is telling me. A little smoke in the corner oh, of the casino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, talking to my mom, yeah. you know, gets off from hosting bingo and uh, was told to meet my dad in like the employee bar lounge, which yeah. is like only employees can get to. And she walks in and there's kind of security. And my mom says to Joe, the bartender, What's going on? She's like, He goes, Pat, just sit here. Bob told me to tell you he'll be here in a minute and just. Take a look over there, and who's sitting there just strumming away on the, the keys is Sinatra. Wow. And they got this, like, private show. Anyways, wow. um, my my dad was the head chef of there, which brought him yeah. into the restaurant business. And he, yeah. um, my mom is a fantastic cook as well. And I grew up in a family that basically spent most of its time mm. in between meals talking about what it was we were going to have next. Wow. Like, it just, <laughs> like, you halfway through a meal, you're already anticipating tomorrow night's dinner. Yeah. Exactly. 
And I, my dad likes to cook. My mom, not she'll admit, not the best cook. And so I got somewhere in between. And famously, maybe or infamously, here in the Napsack Files, I love my Seven Eleven. I love my Sizzler. I love my Del Taco. I wish, like I do cook. And and now I've got some Christmas time. I got some some equipment. Asked for from my mother, my father. Yeah. And I got some gifts that have increased my cooking uh, here at home. So I've always wanted to. And then you, you're just this has been a part of your life then. Yeah, but I'm not going to claim that I, I grew up like myself cooking so much. You know, right. I, I I pretty much was a master of salami sandwiches, <laughs> Lay's potato chips, Coca Cola, right, and what I like to call the after school rolled up tortilla cheese in the microwave quesadilla. Okay, it yeah. wasn't until I really moved to Los Angeles and I had yeah. to kind of fend for myself. And you know, you can only each Sunday go to Ralph's and. And pick up the ten for ten lean cuisines or the five for five Weight Watcher meals or whatever, and go. That that's perfect. That's it. Like that's that's ten bucks for the week. I got drinking money and party money for L.A. You could only do that for so long, right? Um, that I found myself more and more calling my mom, being like, "Mom, what's the recipe for your meatloaf? What's the recipe for this? What's this and that?" And I yeah. would constantly call her, and and she would be like, "Oh, it's a pinch of this, it's a dash of that, and it's a," and I'm like, "No, no, no." Like, how many teaspoons? How many tablespoons? Like, I need to... She's like, Steve, cooking is not precise. You just got to... You got to feel. You, gotta, you know, and I'm like, that is a bunch of horse manure. Yeah. Like, no, just tell me what it is. And 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 through that, I, mm-hmm. I eventually came to sort of... I don't want to say practice makes perfect, because I'm right. not a perfect cook. But essentially what it did was is it forced me to sort of work my way around a kitchen, you know, start with pasta and make that and right. and work your way up and trial and error. And it's a lot of frustration. And, oh, my God, it's so much cleanup and it's this and it's that. And then I got married. Yeah. And my wife and I started bonding over finding a recipe and going to the grocery store and, and cooking. And um, uh, and now that's our thing is we just – we it's like dancing in the kitchen. We just right. – we know what to do. And, and, and I love it. And I love cooking. And, look, I'm – I'm not going to sit here and preach about health conscious or anything like that. I will, you know, I'm a 35 year old overweight man, but (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I now I'm at a point where for the last several years, five nights, four to five nights out of the week, I eat, I make meals pretty much vegetarian or vegan, but I, I, I do still enjoy and I still mm. partake. You know, I had McDonald's not too long ago. I'll go to 7-Eleven and, you know. Oh, would you go with me? Oh, I'll go with you. I will say this. I've never been to Sizzler. You've never been to oh well I'm booking you right now on Hot Sizzler nights. I have never been to Sizzler. Oh, we're gonna have oh, okay. That's that's coming down the line. The <laughs> sequel is that. Um, and I find and the reason I this topic isn't just some like throwaway topic or anything to me. This was so I, when you hit hit up on it. It is something that was big in my life because when I moved to LA as well in in 1998, just what you're saying. You know, you don't have money. You, you're you're struggling. Uh, I was eating Tina's burritos, 25 cents a burrito. <laughs> the heartburn came with the package. Oh, yeah. And at some point, though, there's a switch that should kick in where you're like, hey, fend for yourself a little bit. And that's when health or and it's not just weight, but just like the health mm-hmm. of, of what you're putting in your body starts to come in. And I continue to struggle with it. In other words, I just like to eat. Uh, and I love going to my bad restaurants. But something could kick, click in, and it should. And it didn't for me till later did at one point did it really really click in you're like i like this this is Um, important to do you know when i was fortunate enough to sort of move into my house with Mm -hmm. my wife and we had a kitchen um that was the moment where you know i I got the barbecue i got this and i you know i've got one good knife i've got (laughs) one good pot 
and sort you of you just you start you just start practicing and, and it just all of a sudden it was like I get it. Yeah. Like one day it just clicked that it was for me I'm a basically, yeah. you know, I cut my onions, I mince my garlic, I pour in my olive oil, I throw in I turn it on the pot. I throw in the onions, yeah. I let them sweat, get a little translucent, Ooh, yeah. throw in some salt, throw in some pepper, stir it around, throw in the garlic, start, start browning that. That, th- that right there, that base that I just mentioned to you, right. is in probably 75 to 80% of all <laughs> recipes I make. And that's, that is the start of them all. We call that the Stephen Ellis. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it really is. Whether it's a pasta or a, right. or a meat dish or a vegetable dish, it usually starts with with that and when once I realized that and I sort of figured out the trend in recip- certain recipes right um I don't know I I got to a point where it wasn't stressful and I was able to relax right. now baking that's a whole other story hmm. that is you have to follow it to the T right it is science it stresses me out it's daunting. I go nowhere I go nowhere nowhere near it and all I do is Decorate the cookies when they're ready to be decorated. <laughs> I'm so bad. Over the holidays, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I, she, she really, she's like, I want to build gingerbread houses. And I was like, absolutely. Sounds great. We'll get a, we went to the uh, Trader Joe's, got like the prepackaged. You follow the, the numbers and you put it together. And here she is. And she's an artist. She puts together this beautiful gingerbread house. And the icing looks like snow. And the can. <laughs> and mine looked like a, a windstorm had knocked off everything. So I was like, I just, I just don't know if I have the baking skills. I can throw a hunk of meat on a grill and figure it out. But you're, you're so right. Baking's a different level. It's, yeah. it's, it's a whole other level. But that, I will say that was sort of, once I got into my house, my wife and I were married. That was mm-hmm. the moment where... I don't know. It all just clicked for me. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So it's all about love and marriage. This list is really, that's where it should start. (laughs) Uh, How long have you been married now? Uh, I have been married, uh, I just, I celebrated five years last October. There you go. And that's, that's a good, I love how, love how you, that is, that is very sweet. You and I are just getting to know each other as friends, but you seem like a very sweet man until, uh, you know, the, the buttons are turned off by events in the world. Yeah, I get, I get that. But the way you say, like, it's something that you and your wife bonded over. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's sweet. It's a love story, guys. It's a love story. But I don't want to step on your list. You have five reasons to cook for yourself. And I know, and Steve, not to put pressure on you, but a lot of my listening audience, I I have them all around the world. Thank God. I'm so fortunate. Uh, And I have a lot of agents, but I know I have a lot of coming of age stories out there. A lot of people coming into their own, listening here. So you could be inspiring the next generation of people who actually fend for themselves. Oh, no pressure, Ken. No pressure. Absolutely. So let's go. You got a five, uh, five, five point list and we're going to work our way up from number five to number one starting now. You know what? So I sent you my list. Right. And I numbered them incorrectly. So we're going to start with what would have been number one on yours. Gotcha. And also, it's probably very important to everyone. This is number five for me. It is actually cheaper to cook for yourself. Mm. It is actually cheaper um, to go grocery shopping and make meals for yourself. Now, I know initially when you go to the grocery store and all of a sudden it's... 150, 200 bucks all in one right. chunk, and you're going, wait, what? And you're swiping that wait, credit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. $200? Um, but look, you got to think about that as three meals a day. Right. Sometimes feeding more than one person. So let's right. say two people. Um, that's almost 10 bucks. Right. That's five bucks a meal. When you're cutting when it you, down. When you're cutting it down. And then on top of that, we're not taking into account the fact of, 
how much energy and time mm-hmm. it takes to get in your car, spending gas there, go to a restaurant, right. or going to Postmates and paying the extra fee. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. ultimately, if you think about it, you will make your meal, mm-hmm. you'll sit down, and you'll eat it. And if you really time it out, it's actually, you're going to be done with that right. way before way before you yeah. get your time. So so cheaper being the, the big point here. It's so true because again, you and I are talking about eating 25 cent uh, burritos, which mm-hmm. will you'll pay for it in the end eventually, especially according to your doctor, but <laughs> yeah, it's daunting because especially you know, if you go to a specialty grocery store, which is a little different, uh, you know, you head over to a to Sprouts or a, a whole paycheck and you go there, it's that's overwhelming and daunting. I will tell you what, I I, I, I had a big issue with Whole Foods for many yeah. years. And yeah. I, my, my family, my sister-in-law, everyone was like, guy, just go. It's better food. It's better product. It's right. fresher. It's this. It's that. And I was like, whole paycheck. Get out of here. <laughs> no way. But I'll tell you what. Um, I have been a pretty consistent uh, shopper at either Sprouts or Whole Foods okay. for the better part of three years. Hmm. Um, the big difference I notice is take grapes. Yeah. You're a grape lover. I'll buy grapes at a... Normal chain, right? Um, and pay a pretty cheap price for it. They're not very good looking, right? So I like my grapes nice, firm. I like them to have a little snap when I eat them. Everyone likes good um, firm grapes, and but I get them because I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna eat grapes. But then three days later, when I remember I've got grapes, <laughs> you got that weird random one that looks all bruised. Yeah. They're kind of squishy, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. And then Sunday comes, you haven't eaten them. You're not going to eat them. You're not going to And if you don't take them out of your fridge and throw them away, yeah. you're going to in a week. Yeah. Um, one, I of, one of them looks like a, an alien pod's going to burst yes. or something. Yeah. Yes. Now, with Whole Foods, yeah. it's one of two things. It's, it's yes, it's nine times out of ten, uh, much fresher. Yeah. Um, it's going to last longer. Um, it's, I find that it's, it's tastier and I, and I do like them, right? but more importantly, because I paid so goddamn much for them, I'm going to eat the goddamn grapes, <laughs> but there's none of those bruised grapes, none of those bruised grapes. So, so it works for himself. I love I just, I, this, I did not intend this cause this again came out of an organic conversation. Last week we had the first ep- ever episode of hot sizzler nights with Lon Harris as oh, a yeah. guest. And so it's like, I'm counterbalancing the universe right here. <laughs> first we're going to sizzler. Now we're going here. So yeah, uh, cheaper it's the key and and i mean i was just talking with someone today at work where you know we're we're at work we're all scrimping our money right now trying to uh new year you know you're trying to and he's like i did the math and i am spending over a hundred dollars on lunch alone every week that's every week people constantly say two things to me God, you're so good about bringing your lunch. Like that's you're so good about that. The you're other that thing guy. they the other thing they say to me is, yeah. How do you afford to go on vacation so often? <laughs> and I go, you'll notice I very rarely go out for coffee. Right. I very rarely, you know, buy whatever it is that you're spending 15 bucks at Starbucks for a coffee and a yeah. egg sandwich or whatever. Yeah. You're spending especially in Los Angeles. Yep. You're spending 15 bucks minimum on lunch unless you're hitting up like Del Taco or Taco right. Bell. Um, and then God knows what at dinner, yeah, you know, that's yeah. half your grocery list right there in check or half your grocery price. You know, for instance, this last weekend, Sunday night, my right. wife was in Palm Springs for a friend's bachelorette party and, um, I went grocery shopping yeah. and I was like, you know what? My wife right now doesn't eat meat. Um, and this is sort of the, yeah, the Pulp Fiction thing, you know, which means I pretty much don't eat meat. You but don't eat this meat, particular yeah. night I was like, you know what? It's Sunday night. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make some art. I'm gonna make an artichoke. Yeah. I'm gonna grill up a nice New York steak. <laughs> you know, and I did it, and it was great. But you know what? That would have cost me if I went to the steakhouse. Right. Or hell, if I went to Black Angus. Right. You know, my steak cost me ten bucks. My artichoke cost me two bucks. Yeah. It took me literally, you know, with the exception of boiling some water yeah. for the artichoke, it took me like fifteen minutes to make. Yeah. And it was awesome and delicious and fulfilling and better than any steak I would have gotten in a steakhouse. And, and, and this is why I know you and I are going to be lifelong friends here. The way you you were like, I'm going to make an artichoke and a steak. It's your wild Sunday and Saturday night yeah. here, right? Yeah. But I understand because I've been doing that more. And it's like I'll literally be like 10 a.m. be like, oh, tonight I get to grill up a steak, maybe make some mashed potatoes and some corn. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. But, yeah, the price the price is important out there. So that's why it's number five. It is cheaper. What is number four? Oh, number four is it's healthier for you. Can't you deny know. it, right? I can't deny it. And again, I'm not the most healthiest person. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But, you know, it's healthier for you even when you're not making something that may not necessarily be healthy. Okay. You know? Um, Explain more. Well, you know, what, you know what the ingredients are in it. You know how much sodium right. is in it. You know how much sugar is in it. You know how much fats. Like, you... You are the decider. You're the person that puts it in there. Right. You know, whereas you go to a restaurant, those things are so chock full of sodium and mm. nitrates and God knows whatever else. Things they um, put into satellites. Corn syrup, things they put into satellites, <laughs> things that are in your phone. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just... I love it, going to Subway and eating yoga mats. It's no, oh, it's no, no right? problem to me. <laughs> the Subway, no offense to Subway, but Subway reminds me of like the Play-Doh kitchen factory. <laughs> set as a kid <laughs> like it all all the pictures everything it just looks like that weird fake make a sandwich on the yeah, play yard exactly. yeah okay. yeah okay. but yeah you know i it, it's it is it's yeah. it's ultimately healthier for you that's not yeah. a secret not it's not a secret but it's it's not uh, something you should overlook and have you uh, when you really clicked it you said when you're you're married and you get the kitchen and all that kind of stuff do you, do you did you see some health benefits did you you go through I've lost weight without yeah. really trying right just from cooking for myself yeah um granted it's not quick results it's not sure. overnight but over time if i look at a photo of me from eight years ago mm. versus, you know, uh, two years ago when I really started to try and lose weight. Yeah. There's, there's actually a big difference. Big difference. You know? Um, well, I saw you do the Kylo Ren shirtless challenge. You're all right, man. Hey, I was a lot better <laughs> about two years ago. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Ky- I didn't even know that was a Kylo Ren challenge. Really? No. You not just, until afterwards. Well, you just <laughs> randomly pulled your shirt off on a Star Wars show? Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just a bit. You know, just it was one of those bit. random things we came up with for the show. I, mean, I know you guys do pre, yeah, you pre-tape a bit. Yeah, you got to edit yeah. and do all this. Oh, yeah. that, that, you got you predicted the Kylo Ren challenge. <laughs> Go check it out, guys, on Black Series Rebels. Um, so, yeah, healthier is it. Um, all right, I got to ask you this. This mm-hmm. is a big question. You're talking about, uh, you know, knowing exactly what go, goes into it, but... I mean, I, I get it, but it's like you're putting a dash here, a spritz here. Do you do you do you grab healthier stuff to put into it? Do you have a game plan, or you just know, hey, it's generally going to be better? Like when you go to the store, are you like, I need sea salt, and uh, oh, I have my like. <laughs> eventually, you get to a point. Yeah. Look, look I'll, okay. First of all, let me break this down. Yeah. When you're starting out and you you just you you know there are people that are scared to get in the kitchen and people that are like sure. oh my god it's going to be a mess it's so much work it's this and that just stop right just stop it <laughs> just stop just, it just 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 do yourself a favor and right now take one recipe 
Take right. one recipe, and I want you to make that recipe once a week okay. for a month. Okay. You know, so you're going to cook this thing four times in a month. It's the Steve Ellis challenge. All right. Now, just just make it. The first time, follow the recipe to a T. Right. The second time, have the recipe out. If you need to look at it, you need to look at it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, by that fourth time of making that recipe, you don't really, you don't need to look at it. Yeah. Um, that's step one to getting over sort of. That's great stuff. It's, it's the repetition. Yeah. It's, it's the thing of, okay, I do this, I, I put the water on, I boil it while that's boiling, I chop up over here, then I'm cleaning this dish while this is in the oven over here. Mm-hmm. To me, the number one rule mm-hmm. is to cook and clean as you go. You and I are on the same page. Because A, I never had OCD until very recently. <laughs> it drives me bananas, and that's when right. I... That, that's what I find makes someone new in the kitchen flustered is because all of a sudden the sink is piling up with yeah. all this stuff and there's a mess in the corner over here. Guys, slow mm-hmm. down. Doesn't need to be that way. Give yourself some time. What I found that I started to do very early on was I would take a recipe. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I texted you about yeah. this thing, because this all came out of me listening to your end of the year sort of yes, um, yeah, show. show. Yeah, yeah. And you talked about starting to really kind of cook for yourself. Yeah. And I, one day, I was going to be really busy. I, and my wife wasn't going to get home till late. And I had about two hours. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I'm going to go pre-cut up all of the vegetables. I'm going to pre-cut up all the ingredients. And they're all going to be in little things ready right. to go. So that when my wife or I get home, all you got to do is kind of dump yeah. and go. Um, mm. So cook and clean as you go. Prep. Take take that whatever time in the morning or whatever and yeah. cut the tomato, cut the onion, cut some garlic, get the meat ready, put it in the fridge, and then when you get home, just you're ready. You, to go. You're ready to go, and it's 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 moderately clean and easy cleanup. Yeah, yeah, I think and you, that's great. The, the clean as you go because that's there's a couple things you're saying that's such such valuable uh, insight and truth here is when you're really starting out for whatever reason there's like a fear or intimidation of this is open flame <laughs> and a pot i saw my mom and dad use as kids and i even at 41 i'm like i might mess this up i don't know what that means cuz i'm in control of that mm-hmm. but i'm like i don't know what's the worst that happens you have to toss out a pot roast and you go to del taco yeah. and so you have to get over that and then yes it is the looking behind you and suddenly Four pots, and then I feel I can't enjoy my meal. So that's why I was like, oh, while that's boiling, I'm cleaning that, this fork up. Mm-hmm. And that's how you go. That's, no, that's exactly That's exactly what you do. Now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. There's sometimes where I go to get a new recipe that I'm trying out for the first time. Right. Some of that old stress still comes back. But just, like, learn four or five recipes. Right. And really learn them. And just master them. It's, 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 it's really easy. What is the, the, have you ever had a epic fail? All the time. What was it? What's the, what's the worst, like you try to cook a turkey and it turned into frog. What, what, what's the. You know what? Rice took a very long time for me to learn how to cook properly. Yeah. Not in a rice cooker. Uh, Um, Ah. And I've spent many a time having to soak pots and pans with hot water for like constantly for three days to be able to. Get the rice out. To get that thing off of there. Um, I mean, I've, I've cooked the pizza in the oven and like an idiot over, you know, put yeah. way too much on it um, yeah. and not a thick enough dough. 
And it's and, and of course not putting it on a pizza stone right. or not knowing to put it on something like that or a pan and I just threw it on the the, right, the right. grate or not the grate but yeah, the, well, the, the rack the in rack, the oven. Yeah. And it's just all That's because if you, you know if you cook a dollar ninety nine Mama Celeste frozen pizza, the, the instructions like take out of the wrapper, remove cardboard idiot, put it on rack. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, that's sturdy enough with yeah. all the preservatives that are in that, <laughs> yeah. all the, you know, all the science all holding it together. But yeah, and then you, you know, next thing you know, the smoke alarm's going off because <laughs> the pepperoni and the cheese have now fallen to the bottom and they're burnt up. And then yeah. you got to either, you know, you got to figure out how to clean the oven. Right. I've had, I've had lots of fails. Lots of fails. And you survived to tell the tale. And I survived to tell the tale. It's important life lessons in that. So number four is healthier. That's pretty self-explanatory, but it is true. It is important that it's on the list. So what's our number three? So number three, I actually touched upon this a little bit earlier when I was talking about it being cheaper, was that it actually takes less time. Um, this is, and this is, fa- yes, and this is where my mind started to change. I'm like, oh, so I want to hear your reasoning here. Well, it, it does. Look, last night I ordered... Thai food. I'm not gonna lie, because I was being lazy and it was a hard day, and I just wanted to put on some TV, and yeah. and that's what it was. Um, I order takeout at least once a week. Gotcha. You know? So you're still living. You're still, still living to your. Fullest. I still, yeah, absolutely. The uh, Central Park Pizza, the batting cages, best pizza in Burbank. Oh, the one I haven't gone to those cages yet. Yeah. Really? They deliver. They deliver? They deliver. But do you go take some swings every once in a while and get a pizza? Uh, now, you're, now you're talking about sports, and <laughs> that's where we're not going to Okay, be, you know, that's fine. So I'll, sport, tell you what, sports? I'll go, football? Uh, yeah, I'll go take some swings <laughs> in the batting cage, and then I will grab a pizza for yes. you and head on, on the yes. way home. Yes, so takeout is still a part of my life, but yeah. um, it really is it, it really is quicker. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I know I touched on this earlier where, you know, yeah. it literally took me, like when I cooked my steak on Saturday. Right. You know, I, I put I pull it out about a half hour before I put it on. I did a load of laundry, yeah. got that steak down to a little bit of room temperature, some salt, some pepper, maybe yeah. brush a little olive oil, preheated my grill. It, and it when down. all said is done, it yeah. was 15 minutes and I was right. sitting down enjoying a lovely steak. It was not only cheaper, I had that thing cleaned up, done, ingested, right. and was back to watching whatever, watching Atlanta. and. Right. No time. Right. You know how long it would take me to drive? Put on your shoes. Put on my shoes. (laughs) Go to Black Angus. Right. Do you want the sampler wheel platter? Do you want the lava cake? Do you want the this? Do you want, you know, and next thing you know. $70 later. $70 later and an hour and a half later. Same thing, you know, look. Yeah. Yes, you probably could have driven to McDonald's, gotten a number two and a 10 piece and been back. (laughs) Call it a life. But, you know, let's compare the meal here. Right. Um, Yeah. You know, not to mention, other it's also too. a little bit better for the environment. In a that's sense, true. You know? You're taking a car off the road taking for a, a car bit. Off the road, whether that's me or the the, the delivery. delivery guy, you're helping you know? the world a yeah. lot. And this is this is where I say because when people used to, my old roommate, he he loved cooking for himself, and and he was good at it too, and his mom was good at it too. But uh, he'd always you know chide me, joke, you know, what are you eating for dinner tonight? Purple. What package did you open up your dinner from? What microwave? You know. <laughs> and I'd always say, and it's been kind of my mantra for life was like I just. When I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So I like to take care of it then, and I don't like to cook, right? I don't like, but I, but I would do it every now and then. I get in these little binges, and I cooked, and I had a house in Northridge for a while, and we'd cook some carne asada in the grill. My roommates and I at the time, yeah. it was great. So, but it faded away because you know, in LA, you get it. You're trying to work. You're trying to do Black Series Rebels. You got your other job. You got you got your your marriage. You're trying to do this life. Um, we do get busy, but I found that once I stopped and realized 
it wasn't as long as I thought mentally. It's not 45 minutes. It's 20 minutes, and I'm watching WWE Raw while I'm eating my steak. Everything's good. Then I realized, oh, it's a rhythm. It's all about the rhythm. It's going to get you. It's all about the rhythm. The other thing is, is you know, for instance, last, last not this past Sunday, but the mm-hmm. Sunday before, my wife and I knew we were going to have very busy weeks. We both had a lot of events and a lot of things going on, right. work, late nights. Um, mm-hmm. We decided, we, we looked it up. We looked up new recipes. That's the other thing. Guys mm-hmm. that are listening, Pinterest is not just for girls. <laughs> yes. This Pin- is a new modern age. Pinterest has a plethora of recipes. Would you say plethora? Plethora. <laughs> and not just, you know, weird casserole things. That's right. the cheeseburger barbecue casserole videos you see on your Facebook <laughs> yeah. feed all day long. Um, we turned this shrimp into ice cream. Yeah, I, I highly recommend you guys getting a Pinterest account just for new recipes. Typically, yeah. a Sunday morning starts off like this. Yeah. My wife and I wake up, we make coffee, we lay in bed. I'm screwing around on Twitter while she's on Pinterest looking for new recipes. Right. We make our grocery list. If we don't have a lot going on, right. sometimes we will use Instacart. Okay. And Instacart will go and do our grocery shopping. Yes. If you do Instacart, I highly recommend everything that you, you, you put in your list. There's a note section. Put a note for where it's at in the grocery store because <laughs> there's a lot of times that these guys just miss on that. Anyways, the point is yeah. – We'll Instacart, groceries will be delivered while we're able to take care of stuff around the house and right. still have a weekend. We made all of our, pre-made all of our meals right. for the week. So it was like we made sort of like a, you guys are going to go ill. We made like, we pre-made this thing that was a chickpea loaf that was sort of like a meatloaf, but with chickpeas and all seasonings. Right. And it was actually very delicious. I'm, I'm game. Um, there would have been a time in my life I would have asked you to leave my house, but I'm okay with what this thing. <laughs> um, you know, and we kind of prepped and pre-made all these things so that when we got home, yeah. all we had to do was throw it in. That's, that's, this now brings me to another hot tip. Right. Invest in a crock pot. Right. I don't have that yet. Invest in a crock pot because yeah. there's like literally you you make it the night before, you throw it in the crock pot in the morning, pull the crock pot dish out of the fridge, yeah. plop it into the little heating thing, turn it on low, walk away, come home, serve yourself dinner. There you go. Like so it can't get any faster than that. It can't get any faster and better than that. So that's your first that that's number 1. Right. If you've never cooked before in your life, Start with a uh, start with a crock start pot. start with the crock pot and get one of those like a hundred crock pot recipes or better yet <laughs> yeah. go on Pinterest and look those look up because there's that. there's there's all kinds of that but we, we we prepped everything for the week and had all our meals and then we had leftovers for lunches yeah you know and it just and see and this I'm always looking here in the knapsack files for like the truth be- beyond what we're talking about and what you're talking about is 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 looking ahead planning. It is the uh, the ability to to discipline all these things. These are all important skills for all aspects of your life and career. And if you can buckle down and do it here with your food, perhaps one of the most important things because you're putting it in your damn mouth, you, you're on, you're on the way to success. I really think that, and that's where I think for years I'm too scatterbrained. I don't take the time to prepare, the time to think about myself and focus. You know, that's where I think a lot of people might fail, and that's one of the lessons and what I think you're saying here. 
The other benefit of it is I got a lot of Ken Knapsack podcasts to listen Dude, to. there's too many. And I find that while I'm prepping my meals, there that's when I get to listen to a lot of my favorite podcasts. Perfect. Like the Knapsack Files. Oh, well, I, we appreciate your patronage here. <laughs> uh, so that is number three on the list. We're working our way up to number one with number two. Look, it's always fulfilling, mm. not just in your tummy, but when you cook for others. Yes. So this brings me to where... I love this one. Let's say you've mastered your four or five recipes. Right. And you're going, you know what? I cleaned the house up. The table's looking nice. All the mail's off of it. I'd like to entertain my friends for once, have right. them over, and maybe make them this meal that I've mastered in four weeks. Right. There's something, look, yes, I'm a guy that apologizes profusely for everything and anything that I don't even necessarily need to be apologizing for. Again, this is why we're going to be good friends. My wife still, you know, even when I make something, I'm always like, oop, you know, yeah, sorry, I kind of overcooked or oops, sorry, a little too much salt or oops, and it drives my wife nuts. Right. But I'll tell you what, either they're lying to me or they're just really nice. I find that even when I'm apologizing for something about right. what I make them, the guests are loving it and usually ask for the recipe. Right. Um, well, it's true. Sign. There's there's nothing more fulfilling. I truly feel than mm-hmm. breaking bed and breaking bread and making a meal for yeah. your friends and family. I I really believe that. There's a sense of again. I just really started picking up steam cooking for myself and I. The other day, like I've been cooking like a, a little breakfast for me and my girlfriend or. Um, you know, I, I I was so excited. I was like, I got I figured out how to make a different ver like a, a quesadilla, but like a real good one here. And 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 we sat here, and my girlfriend was so happy. And I don't think I've ever felt as accomplished in my life as watching the woman I love eat the food I prepared for. You know, it just was this caveman like I have I have I have kept <laughs> us going through the winter. It was very good, and and especially with life. And life's tough. The world's crazy. We all battle with some sort of depression or some kind of pressures from the outside world. There, It is an organic endorphin blast when you've taken care of yourself or, as you're saying, the gift to another person or other people. It's It's important. It's true. You know, I recommend breakfast as a good starting point. Yeah. Um, Master making a fried egg. Fried, huh? Or I go scrambled. I go scrambled. Scrambled's good, but do you yeah. use milk? I do I use some milk? Next time, use water. Okay, I'm listening. Use water. You won't get it'll. It'll be fluffy. It'll yeah. be moist. Yeah, and you won't have the weird. It's 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 nothing, but yeah. you won't have that weird kind of milky looking. I know what you're talking about. Film. Okay, that is like sweat. So water is the the difference maker. There's a yeah. little bit of a trick there. Okay. I'm going to try because I've got some eggs probably yeah, tomorrow not a morning. Lot, but just a little bit. Do you mind if I call you about 7.42 tomorrow morning? I'll be up at 6 a.m., <laughs> so it's good to go, pal. It's when the coffee maker goes off. <laughs> Hear that grinder. Um, but I recommend making breakfast. I think that breakfast is a very – that's where, honestly, and I think that's actually thinking about it and reflecting yeah. about it. That's where my wife and I really started to kind of experiment and make breakfast. Right. Because we love – at the time, we loved making, you know, you can't go to the Hill Street Cafe right. all the time, you know. So we would, you know, make some, I like my eggs over medium. I like to okay. I like to dip my my, my, my sourdough in, in the yolk and have some bacon and, and make some yeah. hash browns. And um, Man. I think that's where we really started to experiment yeah. in the kitchen was, was with breakfast. So make that your first kind of thing because you make breakfast for someone, especially maybe you just started dating. Yes, yes. Um, it doesn't get any better than that. And let's be real. 
screwed up breakfast is still delicious. It's still good, right? <laughs> I think that was a safe starting point for me too. And then that's like, like eggs is one thing. And my dad makes like in his church, he's known for like scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, we got an event coming up. We have a volunteer staff in uh, the morning. Bring Al over. He's good with the eggs. So I think a little bit of the legacy passed on to me, but I'm look, always looking to improve. I'm going to switch to water. Does he put cheese on them? I, he does put cheese on them, which I do too. And I'll even put a little sprinkle of cheese in the pan before oh, yeah. I put the eggs in. Um, but uh, that was when I first started like, all right, I got eggs. I'm going to add meat to the equation. That's when I really first learned how to throw in that, that meat or another item where you're cooking eggs and another item. Like we talked about the rhythm earlier. Yes. Like you got, you got your feet going, you got you, it's all going. So breakfast is a good starting. Slap point. on a good album, a good Sunday morning. Oh yeah. What's, you know, what's your choice? Good, what do you, oh, this coming Sunday, what are you going to slap on? Oh man. So I, I'm a big fan of this guy, Leon Bridges. Oh, I, I, um, yeah, yeah. His, his album coming home is just, yeah. I make I put it on when I'm making dinner. I put it on when I'm making breakfast. It's just it, it's yeah. really really good. Um, there, oh, he's, he's a mainstay on uh, eighty-eight point five. I, I but my I don't know why. Yeah, my favorite song to play on a Sunday morning while I'm making breakfast mm-hmm. is Rolling Stones' "Beast of Burden." Wow, love it. It's like a Scorsese it's just, movie. It's right just there. got like this. <laughs> Moment, yeah, you know, it's good to go, <laughs> just like I'm sure Mick Jagger intended, absolutely, when he laid down you know? those vocals. <laughs> Keith, this would be a, Keith, this would be great for making eggs, too. Uh, so yeah, it is fulfilling, that's an important one. Number two on the list, it's fulfilling. Try it, it's like the gift of uh, the gift of food, the gift of sustenance. It's a good thing, and it's and it does. I'm not joking, kids. It actually makes me feel really good. Like I feel even when it's just for myself. When I one of those nights where I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go have a yoga mat sandwich. I'm going to come home and I'm going to cook the items that I've got because I spent money on it, so it's I true. have to. I do have the alien pod grapes. There's some boysenberries I got to get rid of after you leave tonight. When I went to get us the water from my fridge, I was like, oh, those are still in there. Those are probably moving. Freeze them. <laughs> Freeze them. All right. Freeze it, everything. It might be too late for this batch, but oh, no. I'm going to do it going forward. Oh, no. Freeze them and then make a smoothie in the morning. There you go. Oh, I got to get a blender. Since I moved in, I don't have a blender. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, yeah, uh, even when it's just myself, it's like, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> so that is the first four. Now we need number one. The number one reason to cook for yourself from our friend Steve Ellis is... So you're going to notice a, a routine here with me. Um, I'm, I love family. Okay. I love cooking with my wife. Most of all... My mom and her and my godmother mm-hmm. about five years ago made the We Are Family cookbook. And it's Ooh. basically almost every recipe for every item, mm-hmm. item, whether it's a main dish, a salad, an appetizer, a dessert, a cookie, a soup, you name it. Right. Every one of our sort of family tradition recipes are in this book. Now, right. if you are fortunate to have enough to have three th- Three items, three mm-hmm. things that you just absolutely were your favorite things growing up that your parents made or your grandma made or right. some uncle made or, you know, your dad made eggs. Right. To me, learning to cook and learning to cook family recipes, in my opinion, is what keeps sort of family traditions alive. It's almost like the old country or something. It or is. the old west. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really, it's a way of sort of connecting with mm. family members 
still here and and that are not here anymore. Right. And it's sort of this. It's like gra- grandma's pasta sauce or something. Exactly. You know, you want to yeah, you, you carry it on down. That's a great point. You know, it's still when I make my grandmother's pasta sauce. That smell of the mm-hmm. parsley and the 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 rosemary and the onion and the garlic and the salt and the pepper and the bay leaf and just all the, you know, bef- before you're getting those cans of tomatoes, that smell. And then mm-hmm. when it's sitting there and it's been cooking for like four or five hours on low on your stove and you get back from wherever you just were and you walk into the house and you smell it, that smell is just mm-hmm. so, it, it reconnects you with your family members, and yeah. it keeps those traditions living on. I love that, man. That is good. I mean, I, I think a, a regret, I got a, my, my grandmother, who's, who's uh, what, 92, 93 now, from Russia, from Ukraine, and my grandfather, they, they cook a lot, and I wouldn't want to cook, my, my grandfather's uh, beef soup, is uh, beef stew is really just uh, um, salt with a broth, but um, <laughs> um, by the way, there's a big difference between beef stew and beef soup, I just, in my mind, as I'm saying it out loud, but like, you know, she would, uh, you know, again, Ukra- Ukrainian, so, you know, perishkis and all this kind of stuff, and, and uh, I don't know how to cook those, you know, and I, I, I wish, I was too young when she was really doing that, she doesn't cook anymore, um, I, I wish I had that opportunity, so it's good for you to press pause right now and for you to say, hey, you can carry on uh, and, and really kind of connect to your, your family's past and, t- and take it forward. Yes. Just by cooking. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, for instance, the pasta sauce. I yeah. now have that recipe that I now know by heart and, and I can make it, but now I have my little things that I've thrown in for my little flavors right. and, you know, and, and added on to it and made it my own. It's almost like you, you a Game of Thrones fan? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like the the book of the Kingsguard, you know. And each each guy has his history written down. And Jamie Lannister sits there with almost a blank page, mm-hmm. while Joffrey said, "You haven't done not much of a story there, Uncle. Um, you get to write your own story. You're doing. You're carrying on the tradition that has been there for ages. But now you're in the driver's seat. It's your journey to add to that story. That is." That is all in a kitchen, all happening in a kitchen. Yes, sir. That's good stuff. That's a that's a lesson for all of us. Uh, do you do you um, do you uh, have have you created anything that's like starts a tradition that will start with you and carry on with others? Um, oh, you know, I I don't know that it's going to be as epic and as amazing <laughs> as you know my grandma's pasta sauce yeah. or. Um, my dad's clam chowder. Um, I've got recipes that my wife and I make right. that I have a feeling will be weekly dinners that we make for when we have kids and it's throughout the right. week and, and things like that. I don't think they'll be epic. Um, but it'll be some party little. mainstays. Yeah. But there will be, there will be little. I think my wife, my wife definitely has, Love has, it. has some recipes there. Love it. You're putting it down in the book and carry it on. And you never know. Your kids years from now will have a, a memory of even something as simple as, as toast. And the way you prepare toast <laughs> will carry on. I know. When I, I, again, I'm 41. Sometimes when I go home, I ask my mom. And I'm like, Mom, can you make the toast? Because she just made it in a mom kind of way. It just, and it it's takes got love me, in it. Got love in it. And it takes me back <laughs> to second grade. Steve, man, seriously, you, uh, I, I love you and Alex talking Star Wars. But to get you outside of that, uh, it's fun to, to learn. And again, I think it's something simple. 
cooking for yourself, but I think there's deep lessons in it, and that's the important thing. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me, Ken. No problem. And maybe we'll break bread together one day. Let's maybe, hit up Sizzler. Let's hit up. We're going to do that. <laughs> and maybe we'll do it in a kitchen of our own. Uh, guys, uh, before I check out, Steve, I want you to let them know where you can be found and what you and Alex are doing over on Black Series Rebels. Yeah, uh, I can be found at Rex Manning on Instagram and Twitter. Um I'm a big fan of Empire Records, and when I first signed up, that was my handle, and thankfully it wasn't taken. Yeah. Um, but you can find us over uh, Black Series Rebels at BLK Series Rebels on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, we're a weekly, you know, Star Wars talk show that's news, reviews, and interviews. And if I had to describe it, we're sort of like a Wayne's World of Star Wars. It's a great way to uh, describe it and in the best possible way. It's not the hello Wayne and hello Garth Wayne's world. It is the core of it. You guys are great. I hope to come back soon. Uh, I'm not inviting myself on like an a-hole, but I really really had a great time with you guys. So guys out there, if you're Force Center fans and and you haven't heard of the Black Series Rebels yet, check out Alex and Steve or Rex Manning uh, over there. And uh, you can also check a Star Wars rank they did uh, just back in December uh, about the best Black Series Star Wars figures figures out there. That is it for this week. Life rank guys, but the knapsack files goes on a new show every week. New things being added in 2018. I got that show, uh, the TNF hotline starting soon. Hot sizzler nights is out. Uh, this is life is in the works with me and Owen Mugen. We got some stuff going on. Plus the regular interviews lining up some guests for that. This podcast is available on Podomatic, Podomatic mobile. Uh, it is on stitcher. It is on Google play, Apple podcasts, and guys, very excited to announce that I am on iHeartRadio under their podcast. You can find the show there and listen to it for free. That is great. That puts uh, this show in front of the ears of uh, a lot more people and makes it available in uh, Alexa and Google Home and Apple Car, whatever it's called, all that kind of cool stuff. So I'm excited to announce that. And don't forget, we have the Patreon page if you want to support. That is it for this week, guys. Life has been wrecked.